This session of ADHD contains graphic descriptions of violence, gore, or sexual themes. Listener discretion is advised. And as always, we hope you enjoy. I'm in the legendary magical items now. 806, is this a new record for him getting on close to 8 o'clock? He's been on before 8 randomly, but usually those are like far between we'll see then again he's his mic's gonna end up having issues and we still won't be able to is this to like <laughs> what's a light glaive a short handled and lighter version of a glaive Ooh, it's a one-handed glaive wow. this is rare is, i could just do a d8 can you hear me Yes, it's a 1d8. Yes, we can hear you. No. Mad that you guys didn't just leave him hanging. Perfect. Thought about it. Um, plus two attack and two attacks and damage rolls, and 1d8 for damage. You sound really, really quiet, though, Brett. Well, you're just full of criticism, aren't you? Yeah, they always are. All right. Mm, really hurting my feelings. It's okay. What's this? Arachnidism. If you would die while while you are attuned to this weapon, it dissolves into a pubble, puddle of bubbling acidic venom. That's cool. Don't That's a really cool weapon. Bait. Don't take the bait. Don't take the bait. I like it better is if you die while you are attuned to this weapon, it dissolves into a puddle of bubbling acidic spiders. Uh, <laughs> I actually like that a lot better, too. Homebrew, if we <laughs> ever end up with an arachnidism, it does that. Crys- crystal Wrath. Um... Any sword, you can use your bonus action to freeze this sword, dealing an additional 1d6 cold damage on a hit, shedding bright light in a 10-foot radius, plus dim in another 10 feet. You can put it out as a bonus action. In addition, while your sword is frozen, you can use your action to summon a frost mount. The frost mount has the same statistics as the nightmare, though it uses cold properties instead of fire. Uh, it's friendly to you and your companions. It understands your languages and obeys your spoken commands. Um, if you issue no commands, it defends itself, but takes no other actions. and it dies, you can't summon it again for a week. That's pretty neat, though. That is pretty neat. Ooh, I found a scimitar that I really like. I like it at magic <laughs> Blade of for tomorrow. Yeah. Ooh, blade of grass. Ooh, I could be Finn. That's crazy looking. Um. Um. Are we ready to start? Yes. I don't yes. To be. Now that Brett is here, uh, as long as he started recording on Audacity, we can get going. Uh. Of course I did. Oh, you can hear a kid screaming and crying in my recording. I can hear that. That's great. Such a bad I'm sending mother. you two items in your whispers, Brett, and you can decide which one uh, allegory gets. Welcome to Adventuring Dimwits and Hyperactive Dragons, aka ADHD and D, a real play tabletop podcast that uses D and D five E to tell a story and mess around a bit. I'm Orion the DM. With me tonight is Carson. Hey, everybody. Brett. Yellow. And Jackie. Hi, I'm sick. Hi, sick. I'm dad. Somebody had to say it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I did that to Ari the other day, and he freaked out on me, and then later he came to me once he calmed down and said, Dad, I really hate it when you do that. When you say something like, <laughs> when I say I'm this, and you go, hi, this, I'm dad. That <laughs> makes me really mad. So I'm not allowed to do that to him anymore. <laughs> 
that's rough. It's really rough. I mean, I I understand. It is annoying. (laughs) (laughs) But it does make me a little sad, too. I'm taking the slasher feet. I'm going to do that slasher feet. All right. Does anybody remember where we were? Yeah, we just met old Gunner. You don't know that yet. Gunner told us. Gunner said we need to run because the the ba- the babies or there's more babies. Oh, oh no, the mate. There's a mama. Sorry, there's a mate. There is a mate. Or and a I mate. went and, and picked up um, Dawnbreaker just in, just so I didn't forget to do that today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did say that you wanted to pick it up. <laughs> I remember that. I don't know why you were so careful about that. It's not like I would ever punish somebody for leaving a weapon lying around. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd like to believe that, buddy. I really would. I mean, you could probably believe it because I don't think I'd I'd remember. He won't remember. <laughs> uh, oh, all right. Um, where am I? Next session. So the mysterious man who helped save you from the Venatars. And we have not healed, right? Because I'm pretty sure I have literally one HP. He cast Cure <clears throat> Wounds on Gideon. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that was it. I think that was Cold literally Edgar. it. Um, he like glances around and he says, this way, we gotta go quick. I know a place we can hide for a little bit. And he just like kind of guides you through the woods and it probably takes 15-20 minutes of like hiding and quick running. And then he pulls you to, like, a really heavily, um, it's, uh, it's a thicket. Um, it's a really thick thicket. And, like, he gestures down to the ground. And then he pulls away a branch. And you see this, this, like, the crevice is probably about twice the width of Gideon. Because I'd probably say he's probably the thickest of the four of you now. Um, yeah, yeah, he's thick. <laughs> um the squats and heavy armor, you know. Yep. Um and he says just just climb down in there. We'll hide for a little while. And like he stands up and looks around as the do the three of you just climb in. Um can can we see in it? Like what's in there? It looks like it's a crevice that just goes down. Like the crevice is probably about 6 feet long and then about well, it would be twice Gideon's width. Eight feet? Seven feet? <laughs> Ten feet? <laughs> um, Hustle slide down, yeah. I'm trying down. to imagine Gideon's, no. Gideon's width. We're talking about shoulder width here, right? Yes. Probably. It's what else would we be talking about? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I'll get in. Gideon okay. gets into, yeah. Okay. And then Gunner comes down fourth. Or the, the sorry, the mysterious man that he was named you guys don't know yet. <laughs> it's so hard. Um, <laughs> everybody knows he's Gunner at this point. Yeah. Which was really great that we used Fjorbs for the fill-in because it introduced Gunner that way. Um, you, like, Haskell, you go first. You climb down probably about ten feet. And you just find yourself in, like, a small, a small cave. Um, it's probably only, like, a 15 by 15 area. And you see, like, a, a tunnel that leads out from it that kind of grows bigger as you look down into the darkness, but it becomes too dark for even you to see. Pascal's gonna help Gideon, since he doesn't have dark vision. Yeah, t- uh, 
the two you and like sunshine at night like guide oh excuse me jeez sorry the two of you guide sunshine not fuck sunshine at night and haskell <laughs> guide gideon down into this hole and like kind of get him situated and gunner comes down and then like looks around for a moment like it's really it, you can get the light from up above but that's about it and then he casts light on the area so obviously you guys can all see each other he he looks down the tunnel that like grows a bit wider as it goes away from me he says so i was hiding out here for a few days but they sniffed me out so they do know of this location but we at least have a little bit of time before they might find us who who are where are who we? are you <laughs> I, I was about to ask you the same thing um is that wrong is what wrong no i think he said is it wrong oh. You're a terrible mom, not staying in there with him for 60,000 minutes. <laughs> just scratch his back. Alright, I'll be right back. I'll see you guys in 60,000 minutes. <laughs> Sounds like Ari. Sunshine at night is just quiet in the corner. Um, um, Gideon looks at makes eye contact with Oskel and says, um, I'm um, Gideon Morningstar. This is my companion, Sunshine at night. Since he's not here to introduce himself. <laughs> Gunner nods. Uh, Pascal. Go ahead. I think that was it. Oh, (laughs) he like just stares at you for a second, nods, and then what are those things? Thanks for uh, those are those are saving us. What he turns. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for saving us. Too my pleasure. Ah, um, I'm Gunner. He says, and like he, he like re- reaches up. out to shake it. Reaches up for a handshake. He grips your hand. Um, How's his grip? How firm? It's very firm. Yes, he's what? <laughs> he. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, Gunner. <laughs> he um, he's not like he's. How do you? Just, he's wiry and like whip cord. Like he's. You, you would first glance. That's your lean. favorite body type. Huh? It's, it is my favorite body type. It's like the whipcord lean. Like I don't like there. I don't like big bulky muscles a lot of times. But that like that strength of just naturally like I don't work out, but I've just worked hard. I like that. Yeah. So it has something to do with all the westerns I used to read and the like descriptions of the Apaches were always like this whipcord lean muscle type that were like way you know it doesn't look super strong but then you realize it's like fuck don't go up against them and I've always loved that um it's one of my favorites despite all the problems with westerns um anyways (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so he shakes your head and like kind of looks up again he goes uh why are you guys down here? We were helping um, a local um, city. We were looking for some people who had gone missing. We went through a door, and uh, we well, we, found we ended up down here. We actually we couldn't go back through the door the other way. He scratches his head, like not in a perplexed way, but in like a oh, um, so, what Where is here? This this is Erwan, he says, looking straight at you. Gideon just kinda nods. Do you do, do you know what Erwan is? I don't I don't think Haskell knows what Erwan is. Yeah, I don't I don't think there would be a like So Haskell's gonna look at yeah. 
Gideon, like, what? <laughs> Gideon having dwarven ancestry probably is at least vaguely aware of Erewhon. Yeah, like, the, the, the Hard Rock Mountain Dwarfs that you're descended from, um, like, the dwarven underground kingdoms aren't technically part of Erewhon, but they would have, like, easy access to Erewhon. And so, yeah, I think you would definitely know about it. What's Erewhon? Like, probably doesn't know much about it except know to stay kind of away from it unless you're well-equipped. Yeah. It's like, so you guys went through a door that you didn't know where it led to? That wasn't very smart. Um, my experience, most doors, if you go through them, you can go back through them the other way. Well, that's a bad assumption. Well, <laughs> when 100% of the doors you've walked through work that way. <laughs> you've never gone into a place that you weren't able to get out of easily before? Never been to prison? Um, he looks, glancing at the three of you. Yeah, this is more magically sealed. I have been to, actually have been to prison. I think he blushes a little, a little bit. Um, he nods. But and that was more like a, a he in a lock situation. A book appears next to him suddenly, like it's a small little notebook. And then it, like a quill just appears and starts writing in it, and then it disappears real, almost as quickly as it came. What are you writing? <laughs> oh, just... Uh, just... Information. It's what I do. How old, old does he appear to be? Uh, he appears to be probably early 60s. Oh, so he's older than Gideon. I think Gideon's yeah. probably uh, deferential, generally like generally speaking. Yeah, like I, I've described him. Like he's dark-skinned. He has like wire-thin, wire-framed glasses. Um, like he, Milo. His... He, I don't know who that is. From, um, uh... Oh, yes, yes, sorry. I know exactly who you're speaking of now. Atlantis. Yes. It just took a second. Um, Love Atlantis. He's got leather armor that looks like it's it's. he's been wearing it for years and just has patched it where he needs to. Um, some obvious scars here and there. His hairline is like... It, he's got a receding hairline. It's got salt and pepper with like a dark brown hair. And then it's pulled back into like a tight ponytail. But the ponytail's pretty short, actually. Um, and he kind of just, he, he's like looking at the three of you and he goes, I'm a, I'm a scribe. I'm a, I'm a lore master. He says, <laughs> that's awesome. It's not his technical wizard class, but it's what he calls himself now. So, um, how do we get out of here? Lore master? <laughs> he snorts when you call him lore master. Uh, Gunner is fine. Uh, lore master well, Gunner. Uh, he sighs again. Well, the best way for you guys to get out of here is to continue down the valley and hopefully find another door. That's probably your best bet. Um, you can't, from what I've, some of these doors are like two-sided, two ways, so you can come in and out of them. Uh, but some of these doors are just a, like a one-way entrance or exit. Uh, the, at least per person, he says. And like, he, a, his a different notebook appears in front of him and he looks through it. Yeah, um, the... The ivory door you came through is once somebody uses it, they can't use it again until going through another door. So, like, I can go out of it, but you guys will not be able to come go out until you touch another door. Huh. Though I wouldn't touch doors for Erewhon lightly. Um, many nods, and then the book disappears. Do you know the location of another nearby door? 
<sighs> yeah, there's, um, he thinks for a second, uh, there is a, as I try to remember which door I decided was going to be the closest door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as he clicks to look through his notes. <laughs> Yeah, basically. He hit another note, like two notebooks appear, and one of them, like the title on the front is just Master. And then, um, like the Master Note, basically, is what it's titled. Uh, <laughs> he goes, the, the golden door, the, the heavenly door, is somewhere near Roxham, but from here, mm, Roxham. And then, like, he kind of just looks at it again for a few. Um, I don't suppose you have like a map of the area that you could spare. <laughs> he just laughs. A map of Erewhon? Uh That's that's not a thing. They should get on that. I mean, obviously, I'm like I'm working on that. But problem about Erewhon is it's not it's not really mappable. You write down, you should draw it, and the best you can do is. And he, like, pulls out a notebook, this time physically, from his belt. And he opens it up to a page and then unfolds, like, five more pages. And he shows you, like, it's this beautiful map of of Eamon. And he's got marked underneath it locations of places. But then you see they're scratched out. And then they're placed, like, a hundred miles north of where the last one was. And then he's like, it's, it's almost, it's like, it doesn't matter where you are in Erewhon. It matters what door you come in. And I don't know what happens when you come in through the the ivory door. I haven't used that door. I'm only... I'm heading toward it because I want to go speak to... I need to go speak to Alan, he says, sighing. I hate speaking to Alan. Who's Alan? He... Uh, uh, the, the librarian. Sorry, I should just call him the librarian. You know, the annoying green dragon from Lusden. Oh, um... I said hello. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. He knows you. Uh, we met recently. He nods, and then the, the another book appears, and another note is written in it, and it's the same book that had written, taken a note about you earlier, <laughs> and then it disappears. As long as um, part of that note is Gideon says hello, I think he's okay with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Chappier that with that detail than that he went to prison. <laughs> so. <laughs> Gunner, can you tell us a little bit about what we should expect here? Venators. That's a big one. Um, you, you mentioned uh, a town, so I guess there are communities down here we might be able to get some rest or get some supplies. Yeah, they're uh, nearby should be... Let's see. I came through Roxham, but that's probably not there for you guys, if I remember my notes at all. Um, you need to go through Obbots, I think it is. I need, like, looking through notes. Can you spell Some that? of these names are weird. Um, probably. Like A-H-B-I-T-S? I'm trying to remember. B-I-T-S or O-B-I-T-S? Uh, it's, or... it's R... It's... Sorry. It's O-B-O-T-T. Obbot. Oh. Yeah, there's there's Roxum, Soxum, and then Obit. Um, I do remember the Roxum, Soxum. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably not gonna find Soxum anywhere around here. Uh, he sighs. He sighs again. He goes, uh, "Venators, they're gonna be hunting you now. They got your scent." Um, 
uh, there's, let's see, you kill, well, I killed the mate, and the co-mate, or other mate, whatever you want to call it, is, it's, uh, you killed a mate and a baby. Um, so you got at least three or four more little ones, and then you got one big one, at least, just in this area. I like to think of it as self-defense. Oh, I didn't say you murdered them, I just said you killed them. I mean, I, I guess they're, they're beasts. They're animals. Yeah, yeah, I... So- I would much rather Venat- not have Venators are vicious killing machines. I won't say that they're not necessary. I mean, obviously, you need a predators to keep down local livestock or whatever you want to call it. Um, and then, but I would not keep Venator. I, any Venator dead is a good Venator in my mind. But I am a little bit prejudiced. Are you going to speak with the the librarian? I, and then he smiles and goes, uh, "My own business." Are you <laughs> well like, traveled, Gunner. Yes. Um. He he like chuckles and he goes, "I've been traveling for some time." Uh. And then he like looks away, mm-hmm. like maybe. <laughs> And is not in his Commonwealth armor. Um, really cumbersome to carry that around. So I think at some point he probably did ditch it. I'm going to say he doesn't have it anymore. Um, yeah, maybe you. I, I would even say maybe you, you gave it to. Stashed the, it in Durga. Yeah, either stashed it in Durga, stashed it in Lusden, even. Or maybe, I don't know, depending on how you felt about it, you could have traded it to one of the smiths you worked with and as part of the pay or whatever. Um, What's he wearing would, then? He's he, wearing, he, he, st- he still has the same type of armor, it's just not Commonwealth armor. Um, he upgraded his armor in Durga because he didn't want to stand out as somebody from the Commonwealth in his, you know, British Golden Commonwealth armor, uh, yeah. general armor. Um, but, um, Especially after getting arrested. There was a sigil, or a, like a symbol of the Commonwealth on that armor. Uh, yeah. When he traded it in to a smith, would it be okay if I kept that as like a, if Gideon kept that as like a badge? Yeah, um, sure. Like you know that that piece of it was broken off of it, and he kept that as a badge. Um, I, I think he kind of flashes that gunner and says, um, "We're investigating uh, and interested in the Commonwealth's actions on Vindowin." I was wondering if you had any information. Maybe you've seen or heard something in your travels. I haven't been to the surface in a while. Um... You're flashing an insignia of the Commonwealth to get information about the Commonwealth? Doesn't that seem, like, counterintuitive? Like, maybe if people see you flashing that sigil, they won't want to talk to you because you're part of the Commonwealth? Just maybe? I'm and he, like, his book tra- comes back out again and makes another note about Gideon. <laughs> I'm traveling with a tiefling and a tabaxi. I think if anyone knows anything about the Commonwealth, they can probably... Two and I two met, together. I mean, I met a tabaxi who was constantly shapeshifted as a human at one for like quite a while. I mean, people can use spells to hide their appearance and everything. You make a good point. But anyway, uh, I mean, I'm not here to distrust any of you. Obviously, I saved your lives. And he like he he kind of looks up toward the sky again and goes, "We don't have a lot of time. I mean, I can I'm I'm willing to help." As much as I can, but I do need to get going through the ivory door. Okay. Um, you guys so you know a way out. You know how to open the ivory door. Well, I can get through it. 
So, uh, you missed Brett. Uh, he, some of the doors you can only use to go one way before you have to go through another door. And the ivory door is one of those. So you literally cannot use it again until you touch like another door. So he can use it, but we can't. Yes. So yeah, he, he could just get out of here. Like no problem whatsoever. He's like, I, I spent some time studying the Venators here. I studied this valley. It's a beautiful valley, but now I'd like to go give some of my learnings to the librarian. What's the... And then hopefully get something in return. What's the safest route to you, Ovid? Um, all the routes are about equal safety right now. Go through this valley and just keep walking. If you see any chitinous forms, avoid them. Um, if you see any what? If chitinous, like like carapace, like they're kind of like bug people ish. They have like an armor that's like kind of like bone, I guess. Um, and he like pulls out a notebook. They're like a hive mind. Um, uh, see any venators? Run. Uh, you look like you definitely can't handle another fight. Um, and just hopefully you get to Abbott, and hopefully there's somebody there who can help you along. Like, uh, and he, like, kind of shuts up for a moment, and just looks at the three of you. I, and then, he sighs. Jackie, do you know the xenomorph from Alien? Uh-huh. At kind of, you know, that kind of, like, hard exoskeleton that it has, that's like a chitinous kind of. Chitinous. Like I thought you were saying tightness. With a T. Yeah, they're very tight. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck do you mean? They just... <laughs> <laughs> so they're, they're the things very tight. that we fought oh, man. <laughs> in late fees, right? That's yes, right. yes. Okay, okay. Yep. I understand. Yep. Yeah, Gunner's had experience with them. <laughs> so he has. Um, uh, He looks at the three of you because you guys... You guys look rough. Um, I feel rough. Yeah, yeah, you look real rough, buddy. Um, look at that. Your fur's matting. Lots of blood. You like kind of... <laughs> Another book appears, and his quill starts, like, drawing out a picture of uh, Sunshine at oh Night <laughs> with, like, all his wounds and everything. And, of course, the quill, like, changes color as it cut- draws, and he, like, glances at it and nods. Hey, Gunnar, oh. I have a question hey, Gideon. But Go ahead, Oz. Sorry. Yes. Um, he, tur- he turns to you. the The quill keeps drawing <laughs> sunshine at night. You seem to know a lot about a lot. So, Do I look would bad? you? He <laughs> he he doesn't look at you, sunshine. But he like turns like he does a little spinning motion with his finger, and the book turns towards you, so you can see it fully. He's like, "That's as realistic as I can get." Uh, <laughs> oh God! It's even done like the shading of the rock behind you. It's very well done. <laughs> <laughs> He's learned a lot. <laughs> but yeah, I I know a lot of things. Do you know where I could find Nightwalker? His <laughs> oh, I love it. Um <clears throat> His eyes narrow. A real one? Yeah. No. So as opposed to not real one. <sighs> he sighs. I think it's more than a sigh. It's more like a deep breath. What do you need a Nightwalker for? Are we talking like a metaphorical Nightwalker? Are we talking like, 
you really want to fight because Nightwalkers are not something to mess around with. They are extremely hard to kill, believe me. Well, and like he looks, he looks at a scar on his left arm that's just like this black smudge. Excuse me, uh, <laughs> what a boss! Wow. And like you looked at, you look at it, and like it, it looks like a normal scar, but then as you look at it, like because it's like this black smudge, it almost turns smoky for a second, and then. And then he kind of covers it up. Well, I... Gunner is my new hero. <laughs> so proud of Gunner? If I were looking for a Nightwalker in a metaphorical sense, what information would you give me? Find Fjorbs, he says. Looking, like, just, he kind of looks intently at you. Sunshine's ears perk up when he says that. How do I find Fjorbs? <laughs> You don't. Fjolbs finds you. He turns to Sunshine at night. Not always true. Um, (sighs) Fjolbs is tricky. Um, Sometimes you find it by just needing it. Sometimes it does find you and it brings you to it. And, like, he looks at Sunshine. You know about Fjolbs? Yes, a a long time ago I was a member. How long ago? His eyes narrow. (laughs) Hmm. About a decade. I left about a decade ago. Alexander and Asteria still there? He hesitates. Like, um, what year is it? (laughs) (laughs) I I tell him what year it is. Okay. He tilts his head. Like he understands in an understanding way. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I would just say it, but I don't know what year it is. It's six (laughs) thirty-seven. Um, post rising. Um. 637, friend. Really? Hmm. I wonder what Chris is. Um. <laughs> he holds his fingers up to his eyes. Ah, oh, ten years ago. So you were there before me. <laughs> yes, I certainly don't remember you. Yes, uh. Well, let's see. If it's 637, then you were there nine years before me, he says, with a slight chuckle. Um. <sighs> Do you know Asteria? I do. She's one of my good friends. Her and Alexander both. Mm. Oh, yes. Alexander. His eyes get a distant look to him. Oh, no! Um, uh, <laughs> when I was, do- like, when I was thinking right? through this in my head, I really was like, man, how many NPCs do I want to like hint at that might have died in the time <laughs> that he's been alive? And like how... like. Uh, it was just so much fun in my own head. Um, anyways. <laughs> he goes, uh, um, find Asteria. Talk to her. Uh, hopefully it's the right time for that. Does it he do shrugs. to the timeline if somebody in Fjorbs dies? <laughs> eh, he dies. <laughs> yeah, but, like, they die in, like, the past? It's their and- present. Um, the I mean, events, it's... events that they ins- they they inspired in the future. Okay, we don't have time. <laughs> um, gonna... <laughs> we'll deal with that in time cop episodes, Carson. I'm gonna uh, <laughs> I'm gonna rummage through my pack and pull out a potion of superior healing and give it to Sunshine at night. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. He like pats his pockets and like pulls out like two oh, more thank you. two more potions. Here, you guys probably need these more than me. <laughs> How much does a potion of superior healing heal? For? No idea. 
three d eights plus twelve. Wow. Oh, that's that's what you found. That's what I just made up off the oh. top of my head. Oh, I, <laughs> the thing I pulled up does eight d four plus eight. I also see because healing potions are always d fours, but it's the amount of d fours that you get that go up. So eight d four plus eight. The oh, average boy. would be twenty eight. Nice. I got a 31. Nice. There you go. He, like, hands a potion to Gideon and a potion to Haas, just in case you need this. Um, nice. I'll be fine. Thank you. <sighs> yes, you seem like you can handle yourself. Yeah. Dang it. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm glad he came back enough for me to get Fjorbs out there. I'm, like, waiting for be able to mention Fjorbs, because I couldn't do it without him being here. Asteria. Uh, Asteria. He turns to Haskell, and it's like, Asteria is a unique individual, but they have an intimate knowledge of Nightwalkers. Why are you seeking a Nightwalker? Um, well... And then he, like, stops for a second. You said your name was Haskell? Yes. Ah, okay. A book appears and starts writing notes. <laughs> he nods. Okay. Uh, go on. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. But like, he's not—he's not looking at you anymore. He's like looking at Gideon and Sunshine at night, and like he obviously like two more books suddenly appear behind him, and more quills appear. Like he's got like five books just floating around him now, writing notes. <laughs> As you answer. <laughs> Nightwalker is the key for me to get home, so... He nods. Sometimes... Sometimes... Anyway... He hesitates. Um, how much do you need to get home? He says, glancing at you. Uh, so much that you would use the power of the Nightwalker. So much that you would... Hunt till the ends of the, the world... He says, side-eyeing you. Two of his notebooks disappear. The one drawing uh, Sunshine at Night has produced a second copy, and it like rips its, a page out of itself and floats over to Sunshine at Night for him to keep. Um, oh, thank you. I'm going to fold it up and put it inside my robe pocket. <laughs> I guess it's not more... It's, it's more of... Haskell hesitates... He nods. What are you talking about searching to the ends of the earth? I thought we were just going to Dushia. He glances at Sunshine at night. Haskell's quest will take them much further than they think. If you're looking to get to hell, or to bring people from hell. And he, like, looks up at the sky and goes, I don't have much longer. Um, We don't have time for that. We all have duties. In, uh, in Durga. I thought you were going to Duskshire. Yes, so that we can get back to Durga as soon as possible. Ah. Alright. Uh, good luck. What's uh, about to happen, Gunner? Where? <clears throat> you keep looking at the sky. Oh, I'm just, you know? I'm listening, he says. And like a book flies down from the, <laughs> from the crevice and then flies back, he like looks at it and then flies back up. He's like, I can, anywhere my, my, my books are, I can hear. I'm listening and watching for Venators. They're hunting you. They can smell you. We should get out of here. 
you are a remarkable individual, Gunner. We've already taken enough of your time. Travels. Yes. We'll find our way from here. Good. <laughs> he chuckles wryly. Yeah. Um, good luck. Uh, oh. Um, I don't suppose you have any thoughts on the difference between jelly and jam. Oh, my God. Askel side eyes giddy. His eyes light up. I have some friends. Uh, I'm going to take my headset off and just let y'all finish the session. (laughs) (laughs) Who might still be in Lusden who would like to uh, hear your thoughts on that? I don't know. Yeah, just look for the nerd herd. He he, he, he says 637. 637. Have I... Fall. I've had many... I have many discussions of, with Falk. Uh, uh, a, a long... This is amazing. <laughs> yes. Recently, he says, 637. Recently. Recently, I've had discussions with Falk. Uh, jams and jellies. You said you haven't been to the I'll... surface. Recent... He just breathes. Oh, fuck. Gosh. Recently in, as far, I'm an old man, and recently could be anywhere from five to ten years, I think. Maybe longer. His brow furrows a little bit, and he shrugs it off. Uh, Gems and jellies all taste the same. I don't really see much of the difference. Uh, Marmalades are where it's at, though. Uh... Before he leaves, because he told us a way out. Yeah, when I he was did. Away. He basically said to just keep going straight through the valley, and he'll get you to Obit. Obit. Okay. Yeah, same difference. Um, <laughs> I think Haas is gonna try and hurry them along. They don't like the idea of getting hunted by these things. He looks and he goes, "If you, if you follow this tunnel." And take a right. It will take you a lot closer to where you're going. Than if you were to try to climb out and walk that way. Do not go left, he says. Left leads to the hatching grounds of the Venators. Do not go left. Um, And then he, like, looks up again, like, I hate climbing out of here. Um... But he, t- he turns back to you, Haskell, and goes, Even if you aren't looking to end the rising, punching a hole through the net to hell will cause irreparable damage the more you do it. So before you hunt your Nightwalker and follow on your quest for hell, which never thought I'd see someone questing for hell really think about what may happen to this world and he, like, he looks like he's going to say more and then he, like, he kind of shrugs uh, 6.37 dusk share mm. have fun up there it's a fun time um, and good luck getting back to Durga he says to sunshine at night is there anything we should know about what 637. I mean, you're in the year the same as I am right now. And he just kind of smiles. But we're not, Gunnar. <laughs> or you're not. 
<sighs> I think Gideon is just like eyes jumping back and forth between I them. I think like, Haskell's as well. They're they're like, like both the just like <laughs> and like and they they share a glance. I'll, I'll just and then go back to yeah, <laughs> for sure. We need to. Uh, yeah, you you need to move sunshine at night, friend of Asteria and Alexander. Look, I don't. Thank you for your help. He he nods to you, and then he he like lets you two like start drawing away, and he he grips sunshine at night by the shoulder and gets a little closer. And he says, "I've never gone past six thirty-seven, He says, and then he just starts climbing out of the hole. Well, sunshine at night just stands there in stunned silence for about 10 seconds watching him leave and then turns and runs to catch up with the rest of the party. Man, that just set me a nice little time wall I have to constrict to. Um, anyway. <laughs> Gideon's rubbing his temples between, you know, with his thumb and middle finger and lets out a frustrated sigh. It feels like every day we step further into unknown territory like we are the people who have the least information about the most important events that we're somehow being drawn into just i'm so tired of not knowing what i'm walking towards just wait till you see fuels it gets even worse it's not he looks after gunner again what i wanted says. to hear you yeah. you look up and it's, you you, all, all you see is Gunner's ass. It's very nice. <laughs> I think Haskell shoots all those books. Oh, Drox must hate him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I didn't even get to talk about Drox. I had a whole thing planned about Drox. Darn it. Oh well. <clears throat> Now's not the time, Sunshine. <laughs> right, right. Alright, we're hauling ass to Ovid. Alright. Um, Trying to decide how I want to do this. That was fun. I wasn't quite sure where that would go. I actually had planned on like what happened if you guys tried to convince Gunner to go with you. Because he might have. He might have helped you get through here, but you, you don't need his help. You're fine. Um, <laughs> Gunner! Gunner! <laughs> you didn't almost get killed by one of these Venators last session. Um. Alright, um... He's got stuff he's got to do. <laughs> he Not really. Little... He's going to go get an update on the Draft Kings. Oh um, the Dragon <laughs> Draft Oh my god. Uh, that's all he's going to go do. Uh, and give some information about Erwan to the librarian. Nothing much. Um... <sighs> okay. So you guys head down this tunnel. Um... <laughs> Gunner climbs out of the hole, you guys start heading down this tunnel, and then the light spell he had cast to light up this area just disappears. And you guys, and and Gideon is just left in the dark. Uh Haas grabs Gideon's hand. <laughs> it's it's really dark down here, so even for four people with dark vision, it's probably hard to see. We're we can um, see in black and white. Yeah, but if there's like nothing like it doesn't I can't okay, dark vision does not do anything about total absence of light and when the surroundings around you are all gray rocks everything is going to look the exact same okay. <laughs> well then i will so we can't see or we can't see well we can't I mean, see I well have 
explorer's pack. I've got a torch, right? Yeah. Yeah, you guys definitely have torches. I will. Gideon pulls No, you don't. Nort has that. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> in his inventory. We have this Gideon discussion board. already. <laughs> Damn it. forgot about that. <laughs> I got a I'm gonna write that down. Buy a fucking hooded lantern. I was gonna say, just just don't even don't make a note of it in your notes, and let's see how many more times we can bring this up. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> five more sessions. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right, I'm closing Gunner's character sheet. I Gunner, I'm so proud of you. Um, <laughs> they grow up so fast. Sunshine it's is been, gonna stay. It's been He's forty years for him. Torch. Actually, it's been longer than that. Um, that's crazy. Sunshine's yeah. not going to light a torch or anything, and he's going to stay just a few feet into the darkness from okay. everybody else's torches in the front. You guys, oh, I'm not, I'm not lighting a torch. I'm because he can move the fastest. So there, it's going to be. You head down this tunnel. You there's a tor- there, and like it, it starts to lighten up a little bit, and then you come to a branch in the tunnel, and there's. Looks to be two tunnels that head left and two tunnels that head right. And you can hear... take the... You can hear... <laughs> you, you can hear the roaring of Venators echoing through the tunnels, but you can't tell which one it's coming through. The man said right. Let's go right. Which right? Furthest one right. <laughs> can I close my eyes... Oh, in God. This, ...in the fork and just listen... And see if I can hear the sound, like pick out which tunnels the the roars are coming down. Yeah, sure. It's a little bit more like a spork because it's like a rounded opening with tunnels that go away. But yeah, sure. All right, we're gonna stand in the spork. Make a perception roll. I want this roll to be like really good. Just so you know, I want it to be a really good roll. Me too. Why? So you can tell us that you can't tell where it's coming from. Jackie, twenty-four. Why do you ruin everything for me? I always think the worst of you too, so I don't think I wasn't already <laughs> thinking it. <laughs> I do think the worst you're, of everything. You're a mischievous person. Ja- uh, Sheena got a shirt for me at the fair today that just says, "When the DM smiles, it's too late." Um, I'm just, I, I'm just glad you guys can't see me smile. It'd be so bad if we did video chat because then I think I'd give things away so much quicker. Um, <laughs> you see, you have this laugh that you do. Chills yeah, me to the do. bone. <laughs> not quite that one. No, I, I hope it's not that one. That's just a laugh. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyways, all right, you go to the far, far right. Uh, sunshine at night, you hear the roaring, and you can tell it's coming from one of the tunnels, but you don't know which one. Um, awesome. <laughs> But you narrowed it down from the tunnels that are in front of you. And possibly, maybe, on the left side? I don't know. It's hard to tell with all the echoes in here. Um, You make a right turn, and you head... I mean, it's just going to be a while. Like, you're actually just marching. And it's dark. It's hard to see, even for dark vision. Even with a torch lit, you don't see, like, super far. The torch does enable the, the, the two of them with dark vision to be able to kind of expand our collective... Yeah, and Sunshine at Night is kind of staying further out of it, so he can see a little bit further, so it does help. But there's, like, nothing down here. And then you come to the end in the tunnel. And there, it it just... 
I'm not going to make, I'm not going to draw this out. You come to the tunnel, it ends, you reach out and feel, it's not, it's not dirt, it's not rocks, it's just branches, like lots of small little thin branches, and you kind of, you start to push out of it, and you push through like this heavy vine that's covering up this entrance to the tunnel. And when you exit it, you look around and you realize you're nearly at the bottom of, like, I'm trying to, if you're, if this whole valley is like a long oval, you're near the top of it. You're, you're, God, I'm not going to say that. Um, so you, you can actually see like where this, this valley ends, where like a stream goes and then it heads into this, like, like it's... I'm trying to think of... It's like a hall. It's not like a tunnel. It's a hall. It's... In the distance, you can see where it's 30 feet tall and probably 40 to 50 feet wide. And there's columns that line either side of it. And it heads out of this valley and just away from it. The greenery and everything disappears as you get closer to this hall. Um, Someone make a survival roll for me. Whoever's got best survival... Best survival's a plus three. Okay. I'm two... It's either whoever whoever has the best can roll, or you can all roll and I'll take the average, which could be a lot more tricky. <laughs> but then again, what a roll! What are the what are the odds oh that God. I what are the odds that I roll another natural one crit, well, crit fail? <laughs> well, I rolled a nine. <laughs> Do the other two want to roll to help? <laughs> I, I am yeah, rolling. Roll. Okay. Oops. Yeah, Oops. he was just quicker on the update. <laughs> Since we're not in rolls. Ooh, 16. In plus one, 16. Jeez. So that average is 11.6666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666
Oh man, 48 is encounter a herd of Pokemon. You just missed it by one. We've we've seen that before. It was Tangela and they were throwing people around. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> God. Okay. It's that laugh. <laughs> That's the laugh. <laughs> I'm I, I'm laughing because okay, this is my like large random encounter table, obviously. Um 48 is encounter a herd of Pokemon, which you guys have already done at least once. Um, 50 is you encounter Brax in the wild. And you guys rolled a 49. Um, all right. You continue down this hall. For a while, like, you walk and nothing changes. And hours seem to go by. Um, two of you are hurt. Even if you've taken healing potions, you're still worn out. Do you guys oh, yeah. just keep try to, trying to trek forward, or do you? Yeah, we gotta get out. Try to take a rest. Uh, like, uh, I don't think Pascal will be comfortable trying to rest. Yeah. Okay. I think resting is crazy. You. We could short rest and roll hit dice, right, guys? Like we could take like an hour break. When we're kind of being chased um, by dinosaurs. Thought that. We were kind of out of the valley of the Venator. Do we hear them? Behind How confident us? are you that we are? Not confident enough to fight both of you on it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Gideon probably trusts Sunshine and Hoskell's senses when it comes to like I don't know tracking and. Uh, Do we hear them? Make perception rolls. Twenty-five. Not even rolling. (laughs) I'm gonna roll. They just want to see if they can beat Sunshine at night. 20. 20. (laughs) You don't hear anything. Anything. At all. Okay, yeah, that's... It's just the, the steps. As you walk, you hear the steps that you are taking. But you don't hear anything else. And then Sunshine at night hears... A small yip. And like you pause. And there's nothing. So you start walking again. And you guys are moving forward. And then Haskell seems. They also hear a yip. Almost like a light bark. Almost like a blink dog. I don't. I don't know if it would be a blink dog. <laughs> it's definitely not him. Um, But I won't say that. Even I just did. <laughs> and like it's not consistent and it happens it it's like sparingly enough that every time you think you hear it, you like pause and you wait, and maybe you pause longer each time, and then all of a sudden you hear it again once you start moving. And you can't like maybe Gideon's armor is rubbing weird. Maybe that's what's making this noise. Definitely chafing if that's what you're getting at. <laughs> oh, he's definitely for sure chafing. <laughs> You guys just keep walking? Uh, yeah, I think Haas does, yeah. Yep. It just keeps happening. yep or yep? Yep. That clears it up. was not at all clear. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (sighs) Um, you guys are going to take one point of exhaustion as you continue to push forward. Yeah. And this is a first for me, okay. so what does that mean? 
Uh, it's okay. I'm googling it too because I've like never used it before. <laughs> <laughs> Disadvantage on all skill checks. God, that's okay. insane. Um, I'm doing it too, and I'm still like, what? Not great. So there's there's six levels of exhaustion. Level six, you die, right? Level yeah. six is dead. <laughs> level six is dead. Um, level one is disadvantage on ability checks. Level two is speed is halved. Level three is disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. Your, level four, your hit point maximum is halved. Level five, your speed is reduced to zero. Level six, you're dead. Stages of becoming a desiccated husk. Finishing a long rest reduces your exhaustion level by one, provided that you have also eaten food and drink. So you're at exhaustion level one. You guys have been walking for hours. Possibly days? It's not clear. The the random yips continue. And they're... <laughs> for me, at this point, it would probably be driving me nuts. It's like I was driving in my tr- my van earlier today, and I heard a buzzing noise, and I didn't know where it was coming from. So I turned off the kids' TV, still heard the buzzing. So I turned their TV back on. I lowered the volume, still heard the buzzing. I opened the windows and shut the windows, still heard the buzzing. I kept doing all these things, and like I was just okay, whatever. It's just something weird. Who knows? And I would like try to just fo- focus on driving, and then I the buzzing would just keep. Pestering me, pesking, pes- pestering me, and you know, as someone with ADHD, it just drives me insane when there's a random noise that I'm not used to. You know, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. so that's kind of what it is with the yips. It's it's inconsistent, but it's often enough that you know that like the volume doesn't. We can the volume doesn't we change. Can never tell where it's coming from. You can't even tell where it's coming from, and the volume doesn't change. So you've been walking nonstop. For however long you have been walking. Because time... At this point, it's just a long haul. It's just and a like long... Stonework stone haul. Yep, and it all appears the there. same. You Maybe you see like a little bit here and there that's like, oh, that's a different pillar than we've seen before. So you know you're not just walking in the same place. But No markings or anything on the walls? Uh, there's no markings on the wall other than like just natural decay here and there. And that's like, like, like I said, it's enough that you know it's not the same place over and over again. Like, you're not walking in a weird circle. You're not walking, like, it's not like it's a, um... We haven't seen, along the way, we've been walking for hours, and we haven't seen any evidence that Venators have been in here. No, um, no claw marks on the surfaces of the stone. No, you know, hmm. bones or corpses or... You haven't seen bones or corpses in here. I would say you probably have seen marks on the walls. Maybe claw marks, maybe weapon marks. Like, you can tell this was, like, a Warhammer taking out a chunk. Or you can see arrows that are here and there. Or, like, weird little darts that kind of glow green. Um, but there's nothing else. Um, how, wi- how wide is the hole that we're in? About 40, 50 feet. And it's about 30 feet tall. I think maybe we should take a break. I think we have to. Alright, five minutes and we come back to this? Oh, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean in-game. Oh, okay. Uh... <laughs> I I think... I'm afraid I need to take a rest. 
so I'm exhausted from oh, our I'm five. sorry that wasn't clear. That was Haskell saying, I think. Yeah, no, I knew. I was just being an ass. Uh, <laughs> I was just being I, me. I, I, I agree. Us, I am exhausted. <laughs> um, When we sit down to rest, I'm going to say sunshine at night. He can't stand it. He's got to go look for the yip. <laughs> so he's going to walk away from the group for a little bit while I go put my go son back to sleep. Where do you guys... Where do you guys camp at? I think we put our backs to one of the walls. Okay, so you, yeah, so you move to like one of the sides on the far side of the pillars. Yeah. Okay. So it's a little bit darker. You're a little bit well hit, better hidden than if you were just in the middle of this walkway. Like the lights, like this is all lit, but the sides are cast by shadows because the lights are all in the center and the pillars hide a lot of the sections in the sides. Um, it's lit by like fairy lights and sometimes bioluminescent uh, mushrooms that are growing on the ceiling. How edible would those mushrooms be? Mm, I don't know. You want to try one? Can I do a nature check? <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, you can do a nature check. Let me use the skill that's so hard to use. <laughs> Not that Gideon has any talent at it whatsoever. I was just going to see if you took a bite, I'd just make you make a constitution save, and depending on how well you did, it would be like, okay, that is edible. <laughs> uh, 11 plus 112. You have never encountered these mushrooms. Maybe some like weird inkling of dwarven ancestry in your the back of your mind like goes, you could mm, maybe eat these, but what it's not. Worth a shot? Maybe worth a shot. I mean, if you're, kill you. <laughs> like if you're really hungry, you might try this. I I don't um, think level don't one really, exhaustion. I don't really do there. resource management. Oh, I have disadvantage on that roll. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, you want to roll with disadvantage then? I really want to yeah, see. I guess I'd better. If you get a lot lower, this is going to go really bad for you, probably. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Haas is going to pull out two rations. It's a 10 plus 1 11. Okay, it's the same answer. (laughs) Uh, Do we have provisions? We don't really do resource management all that often. Um, Yeah, I mean, time is weird, and weird is time, and Erewhon is odd. Like, for you guys, you've been walking for what seems like it could have been a long time, or almost no time, and you were in that valley for... Maybe a few hours, maybe a few days. You're not really sure because, like, the lights don't dim. There's no sense of whether it's day or night. And maybe your stomachs have rumbled a little bit here and there. Um, Maybe you've eaten jerky on the way. I don't eaten. I don't Uh, care too much about resource management. I think the levels of exhaustion are kind of going to point toward that more than anything else. It's impossible Um, to have animal companions in D&D because I'm supposed to have a mastiff with me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, I know. I... I thought of that earlier today. I was like, hmm, I wonder what he's going to do about Benji right now. Because, like, I, we ignored him during the fight because I kind of picture Benji, like, as soon as a fight happens, you he hunkers down and hides unless you command him otherwise, basically. So, like, yeah, this whole time, though, like, Benji has been trotting alongside you because at this point he is too big for the, the uh, baby y- Bjorn. Still likes to held by getting enough getting some yeah. around sometimes like as you guys camp and wait for sunshine at night to come back he's like 
probably resting his head on you. His ears flicker every once in a while when you hear a yip, but other than that, he doesn't do too much. Like I'm, I take that role so of I'm, calm. I'm never gonna kill an animal unless like obviously if we put him into combat and then maybe it could happen. But it's going to be way harder to ever have Benji die for me than it would be to kill any of you. Um, <laughs> die first. That's what I was about to say. Gideon will die first. What, I'm, I'm sorry, Jackie. What are I'm, you saying? I'm way more about human death or mortal death than pet death anytime. So, <laughs> I mean, I watched Homeward Bound last night with the kids for the first time. And it was it, that whole part with Shadow. <sighs> so what is... Sunshine and I doing. He's looking for this the the cause of the yips. And I'm gonna have Brett roll investigation on that when he gets a chance. But until then. Oh, is Brett not here? No, he went he had he's still dealing with Rob not going down. Oh. The um Like what what's the what's the temperature like? Would would a fire feel nice? There are lights already around that. I mean, I guess it could could attract attention, but it's not like we'll be seen except for people who are passing or creatures that are passing very close by. I don't feel like sight is as great a concern as like smell or what is hunting us. Yeah, I mean, I guess what, I guess what I'm saying is we create a fire if it's possible to do so. I mean, I guess there's no wood around us. So we'd have to have the tinder and everything ourselves. Yeah, I mean, I guess you would probably have some sort of, like, tinder and stuff with you. It probably wouldn't be able to be, like, a large fire. But just in case, you would probably have some sort of stuff with you to burn, just to cook food, even, if that's for it. So if you wanted to start a fire, that's fine. I'm not gonna push on that. Um, I'm just giving you all a heads up. I'm losing steam pretty fast right now. Yeah, no, I mean, we've done, we've been recording, I've been recording for an hour and a half, um... I started Craig, yeah, at 7.46. I mean, Brett didn't get on until 8.06, but that's still an hour of recording. In record time. Brett, make an investigation roll for me, Sunshine at Night, as you investigate these yips. With, with disadvantage? Yep, with disadvantage. You did get that I'm sharing a ration with, or sharing rations, like I'm giving Gideon a ration. Haskell's giving rations out, but you went off to investigate, show. Oh, well. Oh, well. They'll save one for you. Nine. Jeez. You can't find the source of these yips, Sunshine, at night? Mm-hmm. You think you're heading in the right direction, and then you get turned around, and you head, and like you come back to Gideon and Haskell without realizing it. And so you check Damn out, like, so you hear the yip again, and so you move fast, like, you're like, oh, there it was. And you start following it again. And, like, you're just kind of in this hall, and there's no nothing around you. And you're like, what is going on? And then you turn, and there's, like, a side hall that you hadn't seen before. What do you do? Perfect. Oh, don't do it. <laughs> Part, well, yeah, I gotta go check that out. Yeah, and you so you move toward that side hall, and you hear the lip yips all sudden louder. Perfect. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm gonna no. go to it. Okay. You move into the hall, you move down the hall, and all of a sudden there's like growls and yips and like nips and yips and pips and hips and uh Does it sound aggressive now? There's definitely some it definitely a more aggression and like you round a well, corner. I think growl yeah. definitely is aggressive. Growl conveys 
aggression. Um, mm-hmm. That's why I asked. Yeah. Because I didn't think the yip was ever aggressive. It wasn't, but that was all you heard from a distance. And then... Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. What's your AC? Never run off. Oh, no. Uh... <laughs> 17. Oh, that's not bad. 17. Sunshine, I need you! <laughs> oh man. I hate when that happens. They rolled a 6. A gray and black, almost like wolf-like creature leaps out of the, the shadows that you weren't ready for. And like, you just quickly like kind of duck and dive it and dodge it. Um, Maybe. I'm very picturing like, since you're a drunken master, you do this like weird, like kind of like dip weave type thing. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't fall down. Um, and th- this thing moves past you and then another one comes out and it roars at you oh god and you need to make a wisdom saving throw with disadvantage oh wait no it's not saving throws with disadvantage it's just ability checks level 3 yep so you're good you don't need it with disadvantage so that's good and it's wisdom it is wisdom you are a monk yeah that's good at least I'm assuming um, Gideon and the Oscar one that ran roll perception me and ran past me. It like ran away, right? No, it like was diving at you and missed you, and like so it's gathering oh, okay. itself up and ke- like turning back towards you. So if Gideon has to go make perception rolls, we'll see if you can hear any of this or notice any of this. God, Discord has like a lag when I'm typing in. Oh, not twenty. I got a twenty-one uh, on my 12. wisdom save. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Twelve with the disadvantage. Not twenty otherwise. Oh man. Oh, I didn't. I didn't um, use to separate. Yeah, I think you. I think you failed that roll. Yeah, it looks what? like you might fail. You can roll again, Carson. Just make sure you separate this time. Um, I'm not gonna assume that wasn't like a one in a in a fourteen or something. So. Um. Yeah, you save sunshine at night, so you're good on that at least. You're not. You are not frightened. Oh man! Yeah, Seventeen or eighteen. Get in. You hear this? The seventeen with this advantage of seventeen plus three twenty. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, God, that's so good. Uh, Seventeen and eighteen with this advantage or twenty. Said that for the sake of us being in an audio medium. <laughs> yeah, I had said it too, so it works out. We all said it. Everybody should say it at least once. You know, seventeen, eighteen, Jackie seventeen, didn't eighteen. Say it. Um, okay Uh, They're not gonna say it Sunshine at night Okay, getting You also hear like You hear like the sound of like Also like a bark A loud bark nearby And like growling all of a sudden Um, Sunshine at night you dodge And then one of them Like One of them barks at you Roars a little bit and but you're just like you're just a little puppy. It's it's not that big. It's like probably waist height on you. Like it's not even like that huge. It's just waist height. And then like you take in this scene oh, and dogs. you got these creatures are kind of wolf-like. They're dog-like, we'll say. Their 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 legs and paws are black. 
their like their torso and then up going along their neck into their face is gray. Their eyes are like a glowing red and then their back is like this extra furry black fur and their tail sticks straight up. Their ears are very straight up and pointed. And it kind of growls at you. I didn't get any of that description. It's a multicolored wolf looking thing. Black legs, Greg torso, black back. Gideon bolts upright, okay, stands, yeah, Marty, yeah. and looks intently. What was that, that direction? Okay. You do you move that direction, or do you? That's uh, what it is. It moves. Oss, oss, we need to. We need to go. I'm going to send a picture of what I'm using as reference, just so you know, Jackie, into the chat as soon as it loads. I like. I take a screenshot of my computer from my phone, and then I try to send it from my phone. So, um. We'll see if it loads or not. Uh, all right. Uh, so, do you and Haskell move that way? Uh, Gideon starts moving that way. Okay. Sunshine at night. Yeah. Sorry. You've got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna paint the scene for you. You got one of these wolf-like, almost hyena-like creatures in front of you. One uh-huh. just jumped past you. Um. <laughs> um. And then you've got two more. I went ahead and sent it since no. I was worried your picture wouldn't load. Three more. Um, it is surely just a mighty. Email. I said that one too. Carson, I just saw your text. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I. That's exactly what I didn't say. Yeah, um, that's what I figured. <laughs> uh, that's from that's from whole minutes ago. <laughs> yep, I didn't see it till now. Oh, those are good pictures of Mighty Enas. Um, so yes, this looks like a Mighty Ena Pokemon. Anyways, and there's there's two near you and three more off in the distance, and they look like they have like a small creature backed into a corner, and like it's the one that's been yipping. Like it yips as they like lunge at it, but it kind of bares its teeth and growls at them. Um, What's that creature look like? Um, there's very good news. These things are four times weak to fighting type moves, so you're in really good shape here. <laughs> yeah. None of you are fighting type. Oh, yeah, monk. I guess a monk punches. is fighting type. What in the world would it be if not? <laughs> I mean, karate chop is a fighting type move. All right. All right. Sorry. <laughs> so three off in the distance, have one corner, two next to you. What do you do? Is it my turn? It is your turn. Uh, How far away am I from everyone else? You don't know. You kept walking, and then you went down a little side thing. Yeah, I don't want to run. I don't want to abandon this 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 thing yipping. That's, that's the whole reason I came here. If I go attack the one that's attacking the other thing, uh, you haven't gotten your give, key points back. <laughs> give up attacks for opportunity. It's all right. I got a dragon hide belt. Um, one of them is about ten feet away from you. The other one, no, they're both about ten feet. But you'd have to run past one of them to get to the the little thing. Yes. Screw it. I'm gonna do it. Okay. I'm gonna go help it. I'm gonna go attack the one that's attacking it. Okay. I'll roll attack of opportunity on you. That's a seven. Oh my god, that's so cute. (laughs) They're just bullies. Yes, basically. Yes, they are. They are. Ah, oh, it's a 15. That's the hit? Yeah. That hits. 
and that'll hit. All right. Um, let me see. I don't know how many key points I used. I used a lot, though. I think. Um, three or four at least. I think. So we'll say four to be safe. Mm-hmm. You used a stunning strike at least once, or tw- no, you used it twice. I think you used right, the flurry so of blows I'm, at least once. So. So then I'm in a flurry. Okay. I can. F- oh, freaking monks! I can flurry. You still have your second key point to attack again, right? The key point is for and the then flurry. Extra attack. Okay. Okay, so it costs a key point to flurry. So you did your one attack. You have your second normal attack, and then a key point to flurry, which is two attacks. That definitely hits. Oh, okay. You can also bonus attack, bonus action attack with an unarmed strike. Without, Without flurrying. Without flurrying, yeah. So you can either have three or four right. attacks, depending on what you want to do, basically. Alright, so it's 15, 25, and 7. And, and also, remember you can I'm bonus also... action dodge for a key point. 15, um, 25, and 20, not 7. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Plus I seven. Need to step so. away for a second. I'll be right back. You guys. Well, I'm gonna see how much damage this does before I see if I want to. Which one you wanted to do? Key fueled attack. If you spend one key point or more as part of your action on your turn, you can make one attack. That's the flurry. Yes. Is it just called something different. I've. Flurry about. Key fueled attack. What is key fueled attack? I think that sounds like flurry. If you spend one key point or more as part of your action on your turn, you can make one attack with an unarmed strike or a monk weapon as a bonus action before the end of your turn. Must be what that is, because I don't have flurry on my sheet. Or maybe I put that in wrong. Fueled attacks optional at third level. No, it's an optional trait at third level, yeah. So you could have one or the other. The key fueled attack can be can be a weapon attack. That's the biggest difference. Also, if you spend one key point or more for any action on your turn, you can make uh, one attack with an unarmed strike or a monk attack as a bonus action. So if you chose to um, use a stunning strike on your turn, you used your bonus action. Well, no, it's a bonus action attack. I don't know. Honestly, I don't don't know how that's really applicable um, because most Um, of what you'd use a key point on is a bonus action. Uh... So that's 24 damage. Okay. So one of these guys... Uh, no, it goes down. It, like, yelps as you slash into it with your claws. And then what's this little guy doing? It's just cowering at this point. It's kind of like watching you. Um... Alright, I'm going to I'm going to stand in front of it and take a defensive stance in front of it and let the other dudes come for me. Okay. Yeah, we're we're wrapping up. Um Yeah, I hmm. I was debating on ending on a different note, but I do think this is an, a decent one. Like you Sunshine at night runs over and gets in between this little guy, this little Poochina. If you will, he's just a little just a little guy. guy. Um, just a little guy. Drink if you hear us say that because we say that a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the the adventuring dimwits drinking game is 
just a little guy and uh oh shit i just lost the other one if we talk about jams and jellies uh <laughs> anyways if you hear this voice if you hear that voice no. i had another one that i know i just oh if we say that's rough buddy um <laughs> okay so we're yeah we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up i'm gonna wrap it up like this i think i think this is a good way you also take this stance in front of Puccino. Legally distinct from the Pokemon. Um, no, <laughs> this little, this little Erewhon hyena. Uh, and right after knocking out one of them, Gideon and Haskell come around the corner quickly, and like the two that had attacked you already, like look at them, look at you, and like oh. give a bark, and then start running off, and like the two more that are beside you, like kind of also like like they they're their shackles rise and then they just run off and like the little guy is kind of like hiding in the corner like kind of cowering away from you now at this point a little afraid of what you do mm-hmm. and like as the three of you kind of come toward it or like meet up right here you hear a noise it's like it's like bone hitting rock and you turn and a dart flies oh. past cast Flies past Haskell. Um, I like this. It flies past Haskell right towards Sunshine at Night. Sunshine at Night just reaches up and grabs it out of the air with the hand that didn't already get a bolt through it. Um, <laughs> and you see three now. three creatures in chitinous armor oh, moving towards you with like little hand crossbows basically pointed at you and that's where we end it sigh these are these are the things that we that we fought in, in late late yes days. it is okay okay a hive from destiny oh. <laughs> man i re- i really was like i was fully expecting to have you guys have to make like uh, like persuasion rolls and gunner to get him to go with you because I figured you guys would be like, oh no, you you need to help us. Can you help us, please? Please help us. And like none of that happened. And it was just, oh okay, you're heading a different direction. Yeah, sure, chill. We're we're in this we're in this underground area that's nearly killed us already. But yeah, you go off and do what you need to do. It's fine. He's an important he, man. Like he, he was he had things to do. People to see. I love it. Oh, we don't want to get in your way. No, go ahead. We're probably going to die down here, but it's okay. See, like he was in a hurry. He was only in a hurry. He was only in a hurry because he didn't want the Venators to kill him. That was he was going in the other direction. That was the hurry, though. Like he just didn't want to get attacked by Venators again. That was the only hurry. I love it, though. I love it. It's so funny to me. Let's do the end of session questions. We can do this pretty quickly because we do it about once every six sessions. Um. What was the coolest or favorite thing that happened this session? Uh, Jackie. Uh, uh, nerd. Uh, nerd. <laughs> Jackie Jackie can start because I want them to be able to answer these questions before like their voice gives out or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, uh, Unless you want to be the last oh, one because it gives you time to think. <sighs> I feel like we didn't do... I mean... I think finally getting getting to the point where now Haskell has to look for Asteria is the coolest part. Like, 
receiving that information and finally getting that is really mm-hmm. what I think is the coolest part of the session because now it's like things are finally coming together. Yeah, you, know? you have a target that you're hunting almost now. You have something that could yeah. give you a point in that direction. Yeah, Some actionable information. Yep, exactly. Which you guys just couldn't really find at the library. There was too much book throw or wine throwing and shit like that going on. Um, Jam and jelly discussions. I panicked. <laughs> Cerise also caused some distraction. And Anarian and Shadow showed up. So there was a lot going on and you weren't able to do it. Uh, Carson, Gunner's the coolest thing for you? Yes. Like, I, you know, I guess I was the first person to meet Gunner. Yeah. Um, and saw his very humble beginnings. Yeah. His mom, his mom was probably the first person to meet him. Uh, actually. Yeah, because you saw him when he worked for the Dragon Riders of Felonal as He's their. Just a clerk. <clears throat> he was just a lots, clerk. Lots of people had already met him at that point in his life. Uh, the person then... at this table was a player. <laughs> Brett's going to create a character just for back there that meets him before Chris does yep. now. Um... Yep. <laughs> but it still won't be him that meets it. Anyways, Brett, your favorite? Coolest? Smoothest action? Sunshine got a pit. You don't know that yet. <laughs> yeah. Sunshine's going to get a pit. <laughs> Uh, what was your own best character moment? I mean, we didn't do a lot, so that's kind of a hard question. I mean, at least in my opinion. It was a lot of talking to Gunner. Yeah. Uh, I've got one. Yeah, go ahead. So, uh, I like when Haas said, how do we find Fjorbs? Oh, yeah. Sunshine basically said he knew what Fjorbs was. It was like you can't. It finds you. I know. I had to like wait for you to get back to me before Gunner would even like, because <laughs> like Gunner would would definitely casually just mention things about Fjorbs, but I wanted you to be there because I knew that Sunshine at Night wouldn't just let it go. Like if Gunner goes, "Oh, Lily, Lillian," got, Sunshine at Night would have been just like, "What? <laughs> wait, what? What? Um, How you know that name?" Haskell Carson, do you have either or Jackie Car- Gideon? Do you have anything? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Um, not do much this one. Yeah. Um, I, no, I mean, I roll crit failures. I guess that <laughs> my favorite thing that happened today. Uh, that's funny. I like. I really like Gideon flashing the sigil of the Commonwealth to Gunner. Like, hey, we're 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 working against the Commonwealth. Here's my badge to prove it. Well, and it's the badge well, of the Commonwealth. Thought... It's like I'm not a cop, and you flash your cop badge. <laughs> I thought the same thing when you said it, or before you said it, but I was like, ah, this must make sense, and I just don't get it. No, it's not like saying I'm not a cop and showing your badge. It's like saying, I'm I'm looking for all the corrupt cops around here and showing your badge. I guess it really doesn't, like, I, I guess in my mind it was like, just to be clear who I'm talking about. Yeah. No. No, I know, I know uh, what the logic was. It was just really... I, I thought it was great. I thought uh, it was... No, just, I didn't get it. I, I thought you weren't, like, <laughs> flashing a badge. <laughs> um, Alright, uh, the last thing is just, like, uh, how did you feel it went, or what could have gone better this session? Well, Sunshine could have not gone down that fucking hallway. <laughs> yeah. No regrets. No regrets. <laughs> My... Okay, so you rolled number 49 on the table. And it was 
When you make camp for the night, you hear lots of, like, barks and yips and stuff like that. And if you investigate, you find out that there's a creature cornered by wolves. And the creature is, of course, the little Poochina. But I was like, well, we're in Erewhon, and there's no wolves in this area that I think of. So I'm going to make it be, like, bigger hyena, mighty, my, you know what I mean. Bigger hyenas against the little hyena. Bigger those things. And I was just waiting for somebody to actually specifically go look for it after you made camp. So. I'm glad I didn't let you down. Thank you. It would have been like, okay, you keep hearing yips. You guys make it to the next town. Okay, the yips stop. Whatever. Fuck off. Um. (laughs) (laughs) The yips stop. It's dead now. I hope you're happy. Yeah, there wasn't... There wasn't a lot that happened, but... I still think it went well. I think the session went well overall. I think it was good. I, I li- mean, the basically hour-long conversation with Gunner was a lot of fun. Yeah, I I was glad it, it moved smoothly, and I, like I didn't want to give like I wanted to make sure there wasn't like a ton of time. Like you guys felt comfortable. We're not making camp or anything like that. It was more like, okay, we're safe for a moment, but we have to move. Thank you. So I'm glad Gunner was able to get something. For my, my, for my, uh, my, like, uh, my next session notes, all I have is gutter answers questions. Adventuring Dimwits and Hyperactive Dragons is brought to you by a bunch of friends who decided to record their sessions just for the heck of it. Check out our Facebook and Tumblr at Adventuring Diplets. To check out more of the world and our text-based adventures, join our Discord server. The link is in the episode description. Music provided by Parker Hyde, and I'm Orion, the DM. Catch you later!